Yeah, I feel better. is up we back in this bitch again donnie ray's no fucking filter and we got our regular guest shit not even a guest anymore donnie ray's no filter featuring chris Tetzel. hey <laughs> got the feature so, we a couple days late because of me <laughs> right you guys thought we wasn't gonna uh drop nothing he was look he was waiting for us i know <laughs> but anyway we back in this bitch episode i think 10. Yeah. Episode 10. Double digits on Donnie Race. Right. Finally. Fucking uh, Monday evening. We're waiting for this fucking uh, Monday Night Football game to start. But we back in this bitch, like I said. We're going to break down uh, KLD, yeah. J. Cole's, and my nigga Trill Sammy's album. Uh, I think it was No Sleep Volume 1 or volume something. One, yeah. yeah, so we're going to break those down. But we wanted to touch on a couple topics first. Maybe just one. Yeah, really just one topic. Us Colts fans licking our chops. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking Patriots. <gasps> two in a row, motherfuckers. So they're one and two right now. Last night they lost to the motherfucking <laughs> Detroit Lions. Yo, shout out to Tim. Our boy Tim from Chipotle, he, he's a he's a Lions fan. I know it's a good time for him. I know they only won in two, but hey, they're not gonna be great this year. But they they at least on a path maybe. But they beat the Patriots, so I was a Lions fan yesterday. Right, I'm trying to fucking I'm about to see what the score was. Oh, they waxed that ass, honestly. But I know for a fact Tom Brady only had like 123 yards. 26 to 10, bro. So yeah, Tom Brady only had like 100. 23 yards or some shit like that. <laughs> so they lost 26 to 10. Like, just the whole game. Washed. Like, I wasn't sitting there watching the whole game, but I had the game on. And just, I was on Xbox. And just the people I was on Xbox with, and they were watching the game, too. And just the whole time, like, it just wasn't good. Like, Tom Brady just wasn't looking. He wasn't looking like Tom Brady. They, had, they, they did a... Uh, from what I I didn't watch any of the game. I was driving and shit all day yesterday back from Chicago. But they uh, from what I saw, read and saw in some highlights, they had uh, controlled Gronk pretty. I mean, obviously, if he only has 123 yards passing total, everybody was pretty under control. But um, teams have definitely figured out Gronk a little bit. Right. Um, and it's gonna be a good thing that they have. Uh, uh, they Josh just, Gordon. Yeah, which. Yeah, he didn't play yesterday. That, so that, a lot of people that they're making they're putting that as a. I think he's hurt, isn't he? Uh, no, nah, I think he. No, nah, I don't think he. I don't know nah, because I don't think he's hurt. I think so. What it was, I think he just uh, like he said, he didn't go to camp because he wanted to focus on himself. I think he just like recently he came back from like rehab or whatever, and then just like the fucking Browns didn't want him, and then they traded him. So I don't think he's hurt. I think he just came late and they just didn't play him. I could not believe though when I saw that. The Patriots were who ended up with him because, like... They always get the Yeah, like, that's just how it goes. And, like, always. I also would have loved the Colts to find a way to get him on our roster, honestly. T.Y. needs needs a, another set of T.Y. is not a number one to me. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. I, 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 but, he is, but he is ours, so that, the that, that is like, part of the problem. The nigga's, like, 5'9 or yeah, some bro. shit. Like, 
I'm he's sorry. He's fast, but he like, can't. Nothing he, against, he right? Nothing against fucking him. Like he, he's a good slot. That's what he should be. He should be running. He should be playing slot. Because I'm just saying, like you said, like you gotta be able to win jump balls. You five nine. There's yeah. fucking corners out here that are six feet. Cause like, imagine him coming out of the slot just on quick slants and stuff. Right. Cause once he catches the ball, if he has any space, that man is dangerous. But like, he's the deep threat. But like, yeah, you can't you can't throw up to him. You can't do a a fade really to him. It, you can't do a Peyton to Marvin fade over and over with a dude who's looking like a child next to these corners. Right. Like that's wild. Right. So. So yeah, Colts should have done it, but instead the fucking Patriots got him. Right. But, uh, and the fucking Colts, they need to try to get Le'Veon Bell, too. Absolutely. I don't, absolutely. I seen the fucking, uh, damn, who was it? Uh, fuck, somebody, I seen somebody's interested. Oh, the maybe it's the Falcons, maybe, are interested in trying to get Le'Veon Bell. So, fuck, hold on, I'm about to look and see who it is real quick. Because whoever it was, I was like, that might be a little nice pickup. While he's looking that up, we'll, we'll just briefly bring up something he had, uh, he had brought up. Uh, Jimmy G got confirmed with a torn ACL. He's oh, gonna yeah. miss the rest of the season. So we were we were talking about. I'm gonna look that up while we're thinking about that because I don't think either of us knew off the top who their backup yeah, is. Yeah, their backup. Right. It could it could have been Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> we said that it's the Jets. They said the Jets are interested in Le'Veon Bell. So that would definitely be a nice little pickup for the Jets. That give take a little weight off of Sam Darnold. Who's it back up? Said CJ Bithard? Never heard of them. Yeah. Man, they're <laughs> fucked. Bithard, Bithard. Yeah, they're fucked. They should have Colin Basically. Kaepernick. Why is Colin Kaepernick sitting jobless? Hope the 49ers are on the fucking phone. Just do it. Be. Just do it. Listen <laughs> to Nike. <laughs> they're not going to be. But uh, said they with Bethard. <laughs> oh, so back on the fucking Patriots, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here oh boy. and defend the Patriots because everybody's clowning the Patriots, saying they're down, blah blah blah. Hope y'all heard that lip smack over here. <laughs> so we've we've seen we haven't seen Tom Brady put up the numbers that he put up last night, but we've seen the Patriots come out like this before last year. They came out two and two, and we see what happened. They made it to the Super Bowl. So let's not. And they lost though. That's true, but let's not get to our <laughs> hands saying the Patriots are washed. The Patriots are done. See, they've done this before. Now, granted, like I said, if Tom Brady hasn't ever thrown for one hundred twenty-three and one whole and one game. That's probably a low for him in a while, but. At the same time, the two previous games, he threw for like 200-something yards, and he definitely had thrown for 200-something yards in games before. So, like I said, let's just, as Aaron Rodgers would say, let's just relax. Uh, and, yeah, I, I love saying that Tom Brady's washed or that the Patriots aren't going to be good, but that's called being spiteful. That's <laughs> called being a hater. That's called the reality of a Colts fan. That's called being in denial because it's what's really going to happen is Tom Brady's going to end up in the MVP conversation. The Patriots will end up in the AFC Championship at the least, and it'll be a normal year. Also, while we're just talking football, I have so much beef with these new 
strict roughing the quarterback calls, man. This it's it's so bad. It's so soft. Did you see the dude on the, the defensive end on the the Dolphins? Yeah, I heard he that got hurt. He got hurt because you could you could if you watch the replay of this dude as he's sacking Derek Carr. Uh, is it Derek Carr? Yeah, yeah, it was Derek Carr. Yeah, it was Derek Carr. Um, he you Fucking can tell he's like trying to fall off to the right side so that he doesn't put quote unquote his body, his weight. body weight, which I don't know how you don't tackle without your body weight. That's just literally an ignorant rule. That I, that's just a stupid way to say something in my opinion. Uh. And he ends up hurt, and he's gonna. It's gonna. He's gonna be out for this season. Like, that's fucking crazy. In my opinion, like I understand trying to protect. Like I'm all for protecting the head, but like you are playing football. Right. Like for you're gonna get slammed to the ground, bro. Like and like honestly, I don't even think most of the quarterback like don't they don't care. It's part of the, it's part of the fucking game. Like right. I'm all for not letting people use the crown of their helmets and avoiding helmet to helmet contact, but. Like, at what point do you think that the game is changing too much? I mean, I already think that, but I mean, as the NFL, like, these goons. Yeah, I think the... They think the ratings are dropping because people are kneeling. No, the ratings are dropping because the fucking games are trash to watch because there's a penalty every play. Right, and the players are uh, speaking out about it, too. So there may be some change coming up because definitely the players are not... I mean, I guess they really can't do anything until the CBA is up. But that's coming up, I think, in like 2020. So they have a little time. But I definitely agree with you that this shit is getting soft. As fuck. Soft as fuck. Like, I will say that under some of the rules, like, okay, they're, uh, the players are complaining about... So they're complaining about the call when they should be complaining about the rules. So they're getting shitty about yeah. the call or what... <clears throat> Uh, technically under the call, like I seen some of the plays, Clay Matthews fell with his body weight on the dude. Like that's the rule. No, no body weight. So they're complaining about the call. Clay Matthews has gotten hit like every game. So yeah, far. He, I think he literally got hit every game. Which I can't. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot imagine the frustration though. Like when you're a Pro Bowl level right. player and you're just trying. You're literally playing the game the way that you've been rewarded and admired for year after year. Right. You're playing it the exact same way. And now it's penalties. Like I, I can't imagine. I'd Trash. Be shitty. Trash. So yeah, that's just our little take on football for the hell. Yeah. Right. We just so you know, we only had prepared to talk about the Patriots. Right. That's that's growth right there. We just blossomed into like <laughs> four bunch of topics. Things. A, my, a myriad of topics. Ooh, <laughs> SAT vocab. <laughs> what y'all know about that? Get educated. Shit. Right. So. Ooh. Might as well get to what everybody came here for. Fucking, I came here for. Fucking breakdowns. So, of course, we're going to start <clears throat> with J. Cole's KLD. Man. And we're going to start off. Hold on. Get my shit up. Make sure I get my shit right so I can have this. I'll, I'll just talk briefly while he gets this all set up. I saw J. Cole over the weekend. We had talked about it on the last episode. Right. I had a great time. Uh, I told him all the opening acts were re- were really pretty good. Earth Gang was hype for sure. They uh rap duo from Atlanta. Who are they? Exactly. They are signed to Dreamville. They were hard to understand for sure. I think this is, I I don't know their music. It, it wasn't great. They were hype. That's all they were. Uh, Jaden Smith put on a hype little set. Um, like I was telling Don, I'm not a huge fan of his music. I enjoy one song called Icon. That song kind of goes. 
Um, and he actually did that song twice. That's when you know you you don't have enough good songs don't when, have you, shit. when you run the same song twice. He got some. He got a cold song with Risky Kid though. And he's on a Young Thug's new project. We gonna have to check that one out. Right, um, we haven't listened to that yet. We might review that at some point. Won't be especially next week. if it's heat. Um, right. And then uh, who? Else? Oh, Young Thug was he. He surprised the shit out of me. I went in not expecting to really even enjoy Young Thug that much because like, I'm not a huge fan of Young Thug's music because um, I, truth be told, I just don't understand his music very well. But I've learned Thugger. more and more to just kind of, if I'm listening to Young Thug, to just turn my my ear off that I'm normally just digging for for content and lyrics and just vibe to it. And he, he uses his voice in it as an instrument really, really well. Um, and he actually had a better voice live than I thought. Um, but then the goat came out yeah. and shut shit down for an hour and 45 minutes. He hit stuff off every album. Can't get enough. Nobody's perfect. Workout. Uh, Deja Vu. Neighbors. Ville Mentality. Tale of Two Cities. No Role Models. Fire Squad. All the main ones off Forest Hills, and then like pretty much uh, all of all off KOD except for the once an addict interlude, which I knew he wouldn't do. But man, I would have loved if he did because that song, uh, when I listened to KOD the first time, <clears throat> that was the one that really spoke to me. I have I'll get into it when we get to breakdown, not in detail. Yeah, I'm gonna get the whole detail, but <laughs> that song is just a really the one that uh, really struck a chord with me. Um, and if you've ever lived through. Uh, any kind of circumstances like the ones he's talking about, the picture that he paints is so, so just real and on point, which is J. Cole's strength is just being so accessible to anybody who's been through whatever he's describing, or even not, like he just paints such a good picture with his words that a motherfucker who's never even been through something that he's talking about can can empathize and understand. Um, that's, in my opinion, that's the special part of Cole's lyricism. He's not the most intricate uh, guy like Kendrick doing just backflips and shit. He gives it to you straight, but he he paints such a picture and uh, has such a uh, I don't know, just like a fucking always a message. That's not the word I wanted to use, but he's just always got a goal with what he's trying to get a get a, a point he wants to get across every time he he puts pen to paper and uh, right he makes something come across in my opinion thematically. In, in every song. And this 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 whole album is thematic. Uh, K.O.D. Yeah, bro. I've had them. We got, we got the candy up in here. Look at the white airheads. Yeah, the mystery. I don't know what the... I don't know what the... Like, it, it obviously always tastes the same, but that shit slaps. This is different. It's like a... A, a, a swirl of mystery. Right. A double mystery. Ooh. Let's see how this motherfucker tastes. We're doing a review right now. <laughs> But it's a KOD. It's got three meanings as he bites into the airhead. Kids on drugs. King overdose. Kill our demons. And Cole himself said at the, the concert, he thinks kill our this demons. This motherfucker flame. Motherfucker flame. I Heard it here God. first. Double mystery. Airheads. It's um, like grape mixed with the white one. Oh, that's fuego. That's, um, <clears throat> that's flame. You guys need to check that out. Heard <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, he dropped this motherfucker on four twenty. Yeah. Don just getting around to really listening to it. Right, Thank this is uh, this was actually literally the first time I listened to it. I didn't listen to it. Uh, Had you heard any of the I, tracks? I mean, I heard I heard that fucking uh, 
the one uh, ATM counted up. Yeah, counted up. Yeah, that one. And uh, radio. Or? Yeah, that was on that. My, that was on like a fucking. Um, that was on a fucking NBA Finals commercials. That was on like all those commercials. Oh, oh yeah, it was that I I do remember that that shit was turning up too. Right, so I heard it there. Isn't it? Isn't we we can talk about this now. It's not too early in the album. <laughs> we haven't even pressed play yet, but I think it's amazing in this album, or not amazing because it's not extraordinary. But I love how he took the the triplet flow and the repetitive hook hooks, and in my opinion, just improved the delivery of the the repetitive hook on a few songs and just the triplet flow that is all in all the trap rap. He took that and he made it lyrical, and like to me, that shit is incredible. Because the part of what he's telling in this album, the kids on drugs, a lot, a big part of kids on drugs is applicable to everybody. But I think a big portion of it is directed at this new wave of rappers who all they're talking about is I'm leaned out, I'm zanned out, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, he killed that nigga fucking uh, little pump on, <laughs> on the last fucking track. I was like, God and damn! Like, I love how that song started off like a like a like a Big Brother. Yeah, but then, it, off but cool, then at the yeah. end. Yeah, it turns it turns scathing, yeah, honestly. Like it, it, it started off like they're gonna be cool on some cool uh, shit, and, and, it, fucking, and it, it was. Yeah. He still handed out gems, and I also do know that right after this, Lil Pump bought a house. No joke, bought a house. So maybe he listened a little bit. So that'd be good. Right, kid's still a clown, but <laughs> I, but I do love how he just says, uh, "I remember I was eighteen, money, pussy parties. I was on the same thing. That shit's hard." Right. Yeah. So uh, let's get into it because I'm almost, I was I just started rapping a song that's the last song on the album and we haven't pressed play on the intro. Right. The intro is perfect to me. It's really it's a mellow beat and it just lays out the theme of the album straight up. Talking about <clears throat> uh, produced by J Cole to start it off, um, but it just immediately talking about right. And I like the I definitely like the way it came in. It remind me of a. Remind me of a sample that I took that I made the beat from. Remind me of uh, off of uh, what movie was it? Uh, Do the right thing. Remind me of uh, I forget what the orchestra's called. It's like something, something, something orchestra. But it's like they're playing like music like this, like slow. It's kind of like jazzy, kind of like um, not really eerie, but it's kind of like jazzy, kind of like. Uh, uneasy t- kind of like sound I can't that's the only way I can really describe it and then like the way she's talking over this shit it reminds me of some uh fucking uh Lupe uh food and liquor at the beginning of each of those albums bitch come on talking speaking spoken word and shit that's kind of like what this was and like this album's cool cause it's it's not only about drugs it's about all forms of addiction um and it's talking about there are many ways to deal with this pain. Choose wisely. Because for some people, it is drugs, alcohol, um, shopping, uh, right. social media, just internet in general, uh, sex. Like, right. there's just so many outlets that people use to deal with pain and stress. Right. Um, and the point of the album is just to kill your demons, to just face that shit head on, look your problems right in the face, and say, fuck you. Right, and that shit hit with me just cause fucking obviously Mac and fucking shit talking about choose wisely. Yeah, and, and like, especially the one song, the you know song "Friends" later in the album. That one, uh, 
really right. speaks to, to to the max shit in my I mean and a lot of it really does. Anytime you hear anytime I hear shit about addiction and whatnot right now, um and especially like this, like there was a point in the concert I thought he was gonna bring Mac up because he was just talking about the true meaning of the album and dealing with pain and not getting to uh people not dealing with their shit. And right. he's just talking about like I'm trying to deal with all my shit right now. He's like I'm not trying to wait till I die, blah blah blah. And I I really thought he might bring him up because I had seen a, a t- clip on Twitter the day yeah. after where he like yeah, legitimately cried. Yeah, yeah, he broke down. Which I mean, no, I'm not I'm not hating obviously. Um, but but I also think that's why like I don't I, don't, I think as an artist you don't want to make it seem like you're trying to just get hype off of, right. off of something. So I yeah. think it's, it's smart that he didn't. Right. Uh, only said it the one time, but. I really thought he was, and I mean, he could have, because the the meaning really does just tie in so well with, with Hell that yeah. unfortunate situation. Um, it makes you wish that, that it makes you just wish people were. Ta- yeah, this dog's going crazy out there. Um, now you good, but it just it it definitely makes you wish or hope that everybody like just listens to what people have to say, it, it, even right. if it's not even necessarily music. Like if people are trying to help, like J Cole's just trying to help on a widespread basis because that's his fucking thing. Um, but like, if you got friends or whatever, like take people seriously and also don't, if you know somebody that's, that's, that's going down a road, talk to them, like fucking talk to them. Like, cause you just never know. And like, you just, just checking on somebody and just say, Hey, everything good. Like that can really, that could really help somebody. Like you don't even realize that just somebody checking in on someone can make them be like, Oh shit. Somebody gives a fuck about me. Right. And can really change your mindset. So just make sure you're watching out for your people. Right. Check out, check up on a friend. Yeah. Let the let the people you care about know. You don't have to tell them straight up, hey bro, I care about you. <laughs> like there's just there's just simple ways. I love you, man. <laughs> but the first real song on the uh the album is a banger. Cole is how you say rapping his ass off, in my opinion. And the second verse in this song was the hypest shit I've ever heard in concert. Because the beat kind of mellowed out a little bit and he just goes crazy on the whole second verse and the crowd just starts riding with it, of course. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to Bentley from his mama with K.O.D. Right, so this was like, okay. This was like the real first intro song. And like I said, it was the first... <clears throat> Like for first listen for me, so I can obviously recall it because it's obviously I've recent, you know, like a lot of people that can't remember what they first listen was. But like, so I was like, first listen, obviously, it wasn't what I was expecting. I was, I definitely wasn't expecting this. It's a little, not a, I wouldn't say, I guess a little trap feel, but it's, yeah. it's still a little the J. Cole feel with the boom bap a little bit, but it's got that trap feel. So I wasn't really expecting them to come in with that sound. Cause he's normally been on some smoother shit, you know what I'm saying? So, but that fucking hook definitely goes. Yeah, and then right it's at catchy. the he one of the one of the most iconic bars, um, in my opinion, on the whole album is uh, how does it feel now that you own? How much you worth? How big is your home? How come you won't get a few features? I think you should. How about I don't? How about you just get the fuck on my dick? How about you listen and never forget? Only gonna say this one time, then I'll dip. In order to be on my shit Like just straight up Because this is now Cole's third album in a row With no featured artists Because Kill Edward is J. Cole I fuck with that shit So three Three albums in a row And everybody always says Oh why doesn't he get features on his On his albums And he's just like I don't need them Right You really don't need them Like I actually fuck with that Because like 
I feel like people do too many features. Like when I hear when I get an album for somebody, I want to hear them. Exactly. Bars. Like in the 80s, hey, bars. So like I said, man, like I want to hear like this. I want to hear J. I want to hear it yeah, right. I want to hear fucking J. Cole. I listen to a J. Cole album. I want to hear J. Cole. I don't want to hear fucking J. Cole and somebody else on every fucking song. And that's what it seems like it's like nowadays. It's just fucking. And I mean, when you look back, a feature at his on every fucking first track. two albums. Cole was on that heavy too. First album had because he was trying to he was he trying, trying to get that yeah. So I mean, I guess I, I guess Nick, that's what niggas is too. doing. But I mean, I feel like you don't have to do that. And he hadn't got he he wasn't doing exactly what he wanted to do either because he needed those people for the commercial for the for the label to put his shit out. Right. Because if it, he had been saying it forever, like if he could have just made the conscious rap the whole time, that's all he ever would have fucking done. Right. But the label needs yeah, he, needs the love songs, needs the bangers, needs right. this, needs that. And he was fucking signed to uh, Jay, so you know Jay's the businessman. He's not finna let yeah, He's not playing like right. you're gonna go by the books, bro. Right. Which I mean, it worked out. Everybody got what they wanted in the end out of this. Who was that? Who was that track? That was produced by J Cole. I think so. Uh, I, I think so. I, 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 I can look real quick. It's right here. Yep, produced by J Cole. Yeah, and 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 that's something. And I, I've told Don this. Don knows this. This next track was produced by J Cole as well. I I, lo- I I love artists who who go on their own beats. Like, I just think it, it makes the whole, I've said this already, I think on like two episodes ago, it makes the whole thing just more yours. Like it, it shows you and all your talents. And I'm not saying you have to make beats if you rap, right. but like Don does it. And it makes me respect what his work is going to be when it comes out even more makes right. me respect J Cole. Cause it just shows me how much you really care. And like, you want it to just, you want to push yourself to be, the best artist you can be, not just a rapper. Right. Um, and that's And try to come up with amazing. your own sound. That's the kind of exact kind you can, of shit. That's that I'm how you to come do. up with your own sound. Yeah, get your own sound. Because everybody else gonna be like, making these yeah. fucking trap beats. That's what people do. And you right. gotta find your own lane. And right. J. Cole has this boom bat feel of like almost old school hip hop, very East Coast shit. And like he doesn't. He's not fucking with those trap drums really that much, like right. ever, <laughs> ever. Right. right. So this, find, find your lane. Right. So this next song. Don't try to be like anybody else. Like I said, it's produced by J Cole as well. This it's one's talking uh, called Photograph. Social media love, talking about thinking you you know a girl and it's like this is like I said this wasn't really what I was expecting cause like the beats man like they like they got that trap feel like we just said he's not on the trap beats but he's on it but he on the trap beats like it's got that trap feel but it's still got that J. Cole feel he, he took their he literally took their whole style and made it his right. in my opinion made it obviously better than what these trap rappers are doing with this shit uh, which was the point I think very much so very intentional um, and I I fucked with that. Damn, Juju ate last week. That's crazy. Right. So this fucking song, Cole. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to it. Because like I said, it's talking about J. Cole and bitches on social media. And we all fucking lust these bitches on social media. I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm the biggest offender. <laughs> 
the biggest offender of this by me. We can all relate to this. He talking about you could turn water to wine. It's like Saying you like God, bitch. Right? It's like you putting these bitches on a pedestal. Like I said, I'm a offender of this. We over here putting these bitches on a pedestal on Instagram saying that they this, that, all because they look good. These bitches is regular bitches. The they refrain is so hard. Right. Especially where he said, when he says, putting my heart in a click. Can't see my heart, hey. it don't fit. Mm. Hey. Can't see my heart, it don't fit. Hey. Don't think I'm built for this shit. shit. Hey. Too busy thinking what if. Hey. I shoot my shot, it ain't brick. I shoot my shot, it ain't brick. Hey. And then and the, you can, like I said, niggas can relate to that. I shoot my shot in that brick. We all been there. All shot the shot in them brick. Niggas not relate. responded, or she just like, who are you? Right. Like, niggas what? can relate to that. You, you know, like this, I, I'm just trying to holler, girl. This song was called "Than a Bitch." And, and that's what I, really like you said, like that's what I like about J Cole, man. Like, and that's what I'm trying to get on. Really, like that's why I've been slowing my song right process. But it's not about me. But like I said, like all of his songs, like they about something, like about something, about something. Like he's rapping about something. Like we gonna get to, and it's not a knock on anybody, and it's definitely not a knock on Trill Sammy. But we gonna get to Trill Sammy and some of his songs. He like he not like he's just rapping. So I like that J Cole doesn't really just rap. Like I said, sometimes you don't want to hear that, but I respect and admire the fact that he fucking. Comes conscious on every song. He don't really just fucking talk about bullshit. I respect it on the for the fact that like he knew when he started doing that. Little bit 20, 2014 is really where he started having a conscious level to every track. And then yeah. For Your Eyes for sure was just hitting you in the face the whole time. And then this one is every song. Like he knew that it wasn't going to be it wasn't gonna be as widespread. It wasn't there wasn't gonna be motherfuckers who aren't J. Cole fans bouncing to For Your Eyes only tracks really. Like and some and like stuff some of the some stuff like people are just like, oh Jesus he just sounds like he's thinks he's better than than everybody. I'm like, no, like he's just been around a lot of bad shit and is trying to help people be better. Like he's just putting gems in all his music and and like Don said, I, I have so much respect for that. Right, because not everybody can do it. Yeah, and and to make good songs, like even the ones on this album that there there are bangers on this album. Kod, ATM, Motivate. Uh, some of these songs go, and yet they're still about something and trying to right. put a conscious a conscious th- uh thought meaning yeah that guy just like kneeled at the one yard line and i was so confused that was on the kick- <laughs> yeah it's on the kickoff i'm so confused as to what he's doing um but yeah he's always putting gems in there and trying to make people elevate their mind state that's respectable and then right. we got kill edward Come right so now. this next song is called the cutoff and it's produced by j cole and black and not black with the six but blvk black and this is another uh, one that everybody i think can relate to in a big way talking about uh i think it's talking about a couple different things really bad the main the main thing is just talking about cutting off friends who aren't who aren't good for you don't don't put you on good shit right everybody know about and this. it's also i think talking about yourself cutting off toxic behaviors that you uh, participate in uh, Sometimes you just gotta Draw the line on yourself Right Keep on falling down Like you said Cutting off people Sometimes You just outgrow people You outgrow things uh, But this fucking uh, This hook Hard Like it's Like smooth as fuck And, and it's kill, like Kill Edward 
the like cadence. Said, is J. Cole. It's just got the pitch, pitch down feel. Um, and uh, apparently Ed, Edward was reported to be uh, J. Cole's stepfather's name, who is apparently abusive towards his mother. Um, so apparently that kind of might be part of it for sure. But right now it's hard for me. You violent, I can't tolerate disloyalty. Uh. I'm about to join this fucking airhead camp with the talk. On that day you slip and say something. I never fantasize about murder because I'm still sane. But I can't seem to fight this urge to make you feel pain. Like he's just he's just talking right here. Um, you don't know exactly who he's talking about, but he's talking. I can't. I'm dreaming violent. I can't tolerate disloyalty. I'm gonna be the bigger man, just like I always be. Um, just kind of talking about turning the other cheek, feeling frustrated, uh, feeling like you want to be violent to somebody, but you just know that that's not your look, and you don't want to stoop to their level. Right, um, which and can be applied to friends, family, whatever the situation is. Right, and some uh, bars are just stuck out to me. He said, "I had to cut some people off because they was using me. My heart is big. I want to give too much, and usually I send the bread and don't hear back for like two months from now. You hit my phone. You need a loan. Oh, I'm a crutch now. So it's like, like I feel that. Like I just feel that because like motherfuckers, you you know, there's been people that's using you, like your friends. You know, they're using you, and you like. At some point, you just gotta fucking, like I say, you gotta cut them off. It just be like that sometimes. You gotta wise up. Can't you be letting yourself sure get used. What's best for you, right? Not for anybody else, right? This motherfucking song code, song long. Like he ends it, like it's ending like with a fucking like I like songs that end like that, like with bridges and just vibe out type shit. This chorus, man. And the, the chorus kind of is is embodying a different character. The Kill Edward character for J. Cole is kind of that... The side that J. Cole really doesn't have, that, like, drug-induced, almost like the trap kind of people are. Like, give me drink, give me smoke, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not J. Cole. We know right. J. Cole is not the dude who's like, oh, I want to turn up, I want to get high right now. Like, yeah. um, used to be a little bit, but not really anymore at all. Um, so it's just this character... It's, I think it's important for J. Cole for himself to have the separate character for this kind of stuff so it's not like he's fronting um, nor putting any anything on his name that's not accurate like um, right. but he know but he, he, he knows it's important to get these messages across nevertheless because he's had obviously friends family affected by addiction his mom uh, he's rapped about was uh, on on crack at one point when he was in New York at school um, and we all we all know I feel like we all know friends or whatever who've gone down that road um, unfortunately to some sh- some shit they shouldn't be messing with without a doubt right we all got it right I like how that fucking I like how he slowed it down and shit like it, it added a different vibe right gave a different vibe to it really well put together track though about and a, and a great topic that needed address that needs addressing, um, and now we go into ATM produced right. by Deputy and, and J, J Cole, Cole. <laughs> um, and this song is just about money. About this, and if you've seen the music video of this, I think he's really stabbing at, not stabbing at, but it's about the the the, the trappers and trap rappers who gotta have the the money and gotta have stunt with on Instagram and have the right. the money phone and and all this, but. This one he he takes the the triplicate hook, kind of kind of kind of like some shit you'd hear on a trap song, right? With trap drums, 
But right. like a weirdly bouncy uh, melody. Like the melody really almost sounds like like if you just played this beat, like this beat could be like a Disney rap. Right. Like I feel like. <laughs> um, but yeah, I fuck with it. Right. And, and he comes on it hard. It's saying the the title has the double entendre, ATM, obviously. You get money and addicted to the money. So, like you said, talking about how people are just addicted to the money. And I feel like people are addicted to the money, but it's just that's the way society is. That's the way society makes us. Because if you want something, you got to have money. Like, you can't do anything without money. Like, you can't do shit without money. So, if I want to do shit, I got to have money. That's a bar. The whole verse, the first verse is honestly so good. I don't even know which part to read. Um, right, I like the hook. Like it's one of, like you said, you was talking about before. It's one of those simple, simple hooks, repeating hooks. But he took that shit, made it his own. Like you said, like the a lot of niggas do that shit now. But he took that shit, made it his own. All right, so I fuck with it. It's my favorite part. He said, "A million dollars, I count up in intervals. Without it, I'm miserable." Don't wonder if I lost, so I'm all in my bag. And God, like, it's biblical. I know it's gonna solve every problem I have. I bought it on principle. Remember, the teachers were all on my ass. And I look at I'm pitiful. All of a sudden, I'm so good at math. Just flips it. He starts with the, the principle, could kind of be flipped from principle in the, the principal amount that you get paid or the principal of your school, because then he comes back with, uh, and the teachers were all on my ass. I look at them pitiful. And all of a sudden, I'm so good at math. Like, that's just, that's a fun bar. Like, the right. first time I heard that one, I was like, ah, it's one of those. Talking about talking shit. Bitch, now I'm doing all yeah, this. Yeah, like. Counting up, bitch. It's only an organ. And God, mama couldn't afford the abortion. The loneliest orphan. I felt the misfortune and grew me a fortune. Hey. Oh, that's a bar. Let's get on your bitch like we talking about hard. So we don't be calling this. She horny from all of the money we count. Hey, count it up. And that was, I like how he ended that shit. Like, that was like some just. And the way he, the way he rides this, this song in Motivate, the way he rides his verses into the hooks, just, it makes you want to get hype every time, honestly. And like, this, this was a very good song in concert like the, the repetitive hook it just the, I bet. folks I when I tell folks I don't say folks ever but I use the word folks just now <laughs> when I tell you that I have never I, when I, I saw Kanye and like I'm not gonna lie Banker's Life was hype for being a big place but when I tell you from top to bottom the Allstate Arena the whole, which is smaller than Banker's Life I'm not gonna front but top to bottom, everybody was jumping up and down the whole fucking time and yelling every word. Like, I've never seen an entire arena turnt out like that. Like, it was ratchet in there. <laughs> it was hot as fuck in there, too, by the end of the show. But uh, I couldn't, I, I just could not believe, and I guess like I should because Cole has a, a weird breed of fans, I feel like, that are all super loyal and like rock with them like that so that they do know every word right uh it's not the same as like i mean I, I, kanye really it is but it's it's not it's just a, it's a different weird brand of like love damn near that cole's fans have for him um it is weird like i'm not gonna front but as a cole stand like i support <laughs> the movement um and i understand it too like to ha- like we were talking about to have somebody to have at this point in in hip hop to have J Cole and Kendrick both be two of the biggest names that are left on the table to both be super conscious rappers who both also just act like regular fucking people 
outside of concerts and whatnot, just be walking around and doing whatever, just trying to be as regular as possible. Like that is right. It's it's crazy. It's a it's a weird time because like the the kings of hip hops have always been Jay Z's and Kanye's who like aren't accessible to the public by really any means and are draped in designer clothing and jewelry and like that is literally not the two biggest artists that we have now and that's that's really crazy honestly and it's I think it's a good movement because like so much right. of that shit is so unimportant like I do not give a fuck how many chains you got or what brands you're wearing honestly like I just you don't, don't fuck with that uh, new little Uzi for uh, the, the Petit one he, Philippe the one he, are you talking about the little Uzi that he, oh the, the that new Patrick yeah, that, or whatever the Petit Philippe yeah, not a bad song. <laughs> I haven't even heard it. Um, and he, Lil Uzi dropped like an eight-track thing under his real name, Symir Woods or something. Where he did? Yeah, I didn't listen to that either. I clicked on one song just to see if it like was a different sound. It sounded exactly like Lil Uzi. So I was like, why the fuck you put it out under your real name, bro? You you a cornball. <laughs> like, if you're going you to have a separate name, have it be like J. Cole and make it sound different. Like, the fuck, bro? <laughs> Lil Uzi is fried. That man is goofy with all his facial piercings and shit. Man, he's fried. It's crazy because he didn't start out like that, man. He's, when he started when that, I first started listening to Uzi, first? he was still uh, Safe House. Mm. When I, uh, and uh, Love Is Rage. That was his first. Was Love Is Rage. His first album. Good, good album. Um, right when that shit, Safe House, fucking Super Saiyan. He wasn't, like, he was still a little different, but he wasn't all the way on that bullshit pop shit that he is now. He fucking, I mean, I guess that's. He found his lane, I guess. I don't know. Oh, man. And actually, one, one more thing that I want to say before we move on is J. Cole has a really interesting way of saying shit that we've already heard. Um, like, he says it in, uh, I think it's in KOD, but he says something about how, oh, no, it's actually coming later. I'll talk about it then. <laughs> but, like, at the end, the refrain in this song, will I fall, will I fly, heal my soul, fulfill my high, cross my heart. And hope to die with a slice, with my slice of devil's pie, which devil's pie obviously being money. But like, that's all shit that's just like, like cross my heart and hope to die. Like, we all have heard these things before, but like, the way he says these things right. and put these things yeah, together just saying. hits in such an impactful way. Right. Uh, that's just taking like, everyday shit. Yeah. Will I fall? Will I fly? Simple shit. And making it mean something. Yeah. Like, that, that, that shit is, is really fucking uh, a talent, honestly. Right. For you to not just to hear that and just be like, that's unoriginal. Cause like it, the specific thing he said right there is not original, but the way he puts it together is so unique and insightful. Right. So the, the next song <laughs> on this album is called Motivate and it's produced by J. Cole. Damn near ATM continued to me. Like it's, it's, it's a similar concept. This one's money's, money's motivating me. Um, it's got a similar, similar hook. Uh, like, I, like, I really feel like he I almost like the it, it reminds me of uh, a TM88 bass line or like a fucking uh, what's another nigga that be using the fucking bass I don't want to say fucking uh, what's that nigga name nigga used to do a fucking the beats for uh, fucking YG what's that fucking ah but Huh? Not London. Is it? Nah, London on track. He has some cold beats, but nah, fucking goddamn. He had all them fucking hits. I'm gonna think of his name in a fucking minute. YG, like his fucking biggest producer. Goddamn, that's oh DJ Mustard. Goddamn. Oh wow. I'm sure I couldn't think of that. But like, uh, like the bass line. 
is the fucking main thing of this beat. So it reminds me of the TM88 beat. But like you said, this whole fucking yeah, this second verse is my shit though. I could definitely, I definitely see it being a fucking counted up ATM sequel. Couple of freaks play, and they don't speak English, but the money is something that they can comprehend. And I got bread like I'm Green Day. I come around and they heads turn. Used to like bitches with hair perm. Nah, I like it natural, actual, factual. Natural. Flows. Uji still do magic shit. He was just showing, oh, off. He was yeah, just showing off his flows right he, there. J. Cole, he just had like three different flows. I don't care what you say, J. Cole's one of the best flows in the whole fucking game. In the whole game. This right, dude just like marries six, Like six bars had like three different flows. And uh, let's see, up here in the first. And this is another one of those hooks that was simple, but still fucking went. Still had that bounce to it. And the, and the refrain, his his use of refrains and such are so good as well. Now that's, More that people need to do refrains. It's, 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 it's kind of hard to write refrains, or you really have to like. No, you just got to know what you're doing. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I personally like. I mean, I understand where refrains going, song. Like, I don't under. I wouldn't understand writing a refrain. Like, I just be like, am I writing a second hook? Like, what's happening? Um, shit's just different. Um, but yeah, he ke- he keeps it interesting. Um, Oh boy. Oh so the next song is called Kevin's Heart. <laughs> this thing is hard. And Kevin Hart's in the music video if you haven't seen it. And this beat was produced by T Minus. So this wasn't a J. Cole beat. You can kind of hear that T Minus sound. Um, this one he's talking about like the like temptation a, like, of sounds. temptation of cheating for celebrities. Uh or really anybody but people hitting your phone. Um and he does a great job of mirroring uh, like drug addiction to like sex addiction slash like just temptation in general. Right. But when that ba- this bass drops at that beginning, ugh. Right. And the fact that he started off with "Slip Me a Zanny at once, I think that was like real good for the like time, cause like that's what a lot of motherfuckers is doing now. Zanny's popping pills and shit. So the fact that he didn't start off with something else, the fact that he started off with Zanny, I just. That fucking you down and you slurp good deal. If the word good, I'll be back for point the re-up. Hate to when me I creep anyway. in the phone, wake me up. Fake like I'm sleep, knowing damn well I be up. And he said monkey on my back. That's monkey on, when you got a monkey on your back, drug that's addiction. they say that about drug addiction. Right, can't get it off. Hard to get it off. Um and at the beginning he said, All of us had to fuck a good thing up. Run from the pain, sip, lean, smoke, tree up. Just talking about only know how to fuck up a relationship. Um, run from your pain. Just sip lean, smoke weed to forget about it, and don't deal with that shit. Um, which I think is something we can all we can all understand that. Um, right. We all try to get away from our pain. We don't always want to deal with that shit. Right. And he said, uh, "Wishing I could blind myself uh, from view. Only have eyes. Only have eyes for you." So that just like shows like when people in that drug addiction state, like that's all they think about is like getting the drugs. And he's saying like, and they they be ashamed of it though. I wish I could hide yourself from a view, and that's all that they can think about. So that's just like that shows that he's like just good with the fucking storytelling part. He's got a bridge right here that's hard, which goes into a pre-chorus. Right, like that's, I love the pre-chorus. He he definitely showed off his songwriting abilities on this album for sure. Cause like you said with the fr- refrains, pre-chorus, chorus, like that's just difficult. I know from writing songs like. You gotta actually take time to do that. I mean, like sometimes shit just come natural, but still, you gotta develop that shit. And just got off your cohesive and uh, right 
make like, exactly making shit cohesive is one of the hardest parts because anybody can write shit, but like talking about make it all flow right. Exactly talking about something. I love her. I don't want to lose her. I'm selfish. I know that I use her. My ego gets stroked and I bruise her. My ego gets stroked and I bruise her. Hey. That, and that's hard. I, and I'm at usual. I wrote on my Mac. I'm a chooser. And this this is a really hard verse to me. It's short, but he just talks says right. at the beginning, "I love her. Don't want to lose her." But he's talking about them. But he's still out cheating and whatnot. Um, so he out there, his ego gets stroked because he gets attention from all these random girls, but it bruises her right. because it's obviously a hurtful thing. Um, at home, I look happy as usual, but then when I'm on the road, I'm a Mac, I'm a chooser. Uh, just how, how when, we're, when we're with the people that we care about, we obviously put on a front different than, than what we are when, when we're not being looked at and watched, obviously. Right. And the way this, the way the fucking, uh, Song ended was cold to me. Like this shit was funny. And then we go fucking in, Richard Pryor. And then we go into one of the best, the the most storytelling. I like uh, the, the the intro into it. Like it all flows. That shit was cold. And then this song is hard. He's talking about real shit. Tells a full circle story, literally about taxes. Right. Like ta- taxes. This is probably my favorite song here. I can't lie. Like I I fuck with beats like this. This shit was smooth as shit. Fucking parting here Fucking funny as shit Nigga was like uh, I'm gonna wait for it to come up To do with that I just sit back on cool And watch my papers that Trip off how much bread Them crackers take from that Man they be raping your check Man I swear to god Raping that shit man be shitty every Yo, the, check. This bridge gives me life. This bridge is so good. J. Cole starts actually singing on us. And like when he sings, like I just feel like you can feel it. Like he feels it. Like it is just like some soul in it, even though it's not that great at singing. Right. You can just feel it. Got the distortion on his voice a little bit. Right. Alright, you don't even always gotta be fucking everybody ain't gotta be Chris Brown singing. Can't be. Right. Bring it from a real place. Right. Like, in my opinion, at towards the end he was, but Mac Miller wasn't that great of a singer, but his last two right. albums were all singing. It's just about how you put it together on a track. Right. And the confidence too. If you confidence I said confidence. If you confident in doing it. Oh, you talk. You're like talking about the interlude is just the funny part. Yeah, you better like, suck half yeah, my right. dick. Right. He said you talking about half. So you better suck half my dick. He, he never had like the the <laughs> dollar, like the, the dollar in a dream, like hot pitched voice that he used to use on mixtapes and right. shit. Yeah, this interlude code. You crazy as hell. <laughs> it's my, it's aunt, my aunt. Uncle Sam. What's up, aunt? I told you, goddamn. <laughs> Some motherfucking niggas in Atlanta. How much was it again? I said, huh? Huh? <laughs> That's how niggas be. Uh, 
suck half my dick. I pay taxes, so much taxes, shit don't make sense. Where do my dollars go? You see, lately I ain't been convinced. Supposed to build roads and schools. But I Ooh. Y'all. In the curriculum, be tricking them the dollars I spend. Got us learning about the heroes with the whitest of skin. Yo, even though I'm white, I feel this shit so fucking hard, man. <laughs> so hard. The public school system in America is failing. Like, as somebody who went to a conservative town, or lived in a conservative town and went to a high school in a small town, like, I understand all of this so much. Because um, like it or not, the, the education system is as biased as many other systems in in a, in America on on what we educate on and the percentage of I would say probably white teachers and uh, I don't know if that's true but I, I it feels like it might be especially in where I came up like I know I didn't have a, I, there was one black teacher in my like whole fucking school um <laughs> And it's just it's it's a fucking disappointment. And uh, but he, he he's really going off and just talking about real shit. Um, better yet, let me decide, bitch. It's 2018. Let me pick the things I'm funding from an app on my screen. Better that than letting whack congressmen I've never seen dictate where my money goes. Straight into the palms of some money hungry company that makes guns that circulate the country, then wind up in my hood making bloody clothes. Like man, that's crazy. And he can, and then the last part of it, he's talking about her, the mom whose son, she's on the way to the funeral, and she's on the morning of the funeral, just as she's walking out, wiping her tears away, grabbing her keys and sunglasses, she remembers that she gotta file her taxes. Damn. Like, he just brings it all the way around, um, full circle, <laughs> and tells, tells the whole story of this mom. And I don't know, that, that, that song is just really good. Uh, definitely was one of my favorites. Right, probably my favorite one. Uh, and then now we're on Once an Addict. Um, so this is an interlude, but it's a fucking long ass one. Yeah, nah, he, this is a fucking song. I don't right, I don't know why I call it an interlude, it's a fucking song. But this shit, I felt like, uh, I, I've, I've struggled with my mom uh, with she had different substance abuse. She she drinks a lot, you know. Uh, we dealt with that. I had to deal with that shit in the later years of high school and still. Um, and it didn't start until the, the dude she's married with now, like when she married him, that's when it all started to happen, blah, blah, blah. But it's like I felt so much of this song and the pain that you can hear in his voice. Like you can hear how sincere this song is. With Calling me at 12 at night, she drunk as fuck and I'm upset because why she always using me for critch? Growing up, I always used to see her up. Latest shit, cigarette smoking, greatest hits from Marvin Gaye. She kill a whole bottle of some shot in And like he just, he. Right, he's like painting a picture. Like he literally, like he painted a picture. Like you, he's putting you in the room with him. Exactly. And that, and that, this in my, this is by far and away the hardest rap to make, in my opinion, to, to literally put paintbrush to canvas rather than pen to paper. That's crazy. And, and J. Cole is one of the best ever to do at doing this, in my opinion. Um, sure. I don't really, I don't know anybody else who can really paint a picture like Cole. Kendrick, maybe fucking, I mean. But see, with Cole, it's easier even on a first listen to get the picture because Kendrick just be going so, so wild sometimes and so hard, like. 
you gotta listen to Kendrick shit like three, four times to get everything. But right. with Cole, it's 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 straightforward, but yet it just puts such a, a picture together. She lit talking drunk shit. Still all E is like Basset Hounds. That's a bar. That's like an unnecessary hard punchline. To myself. Why I just didn't observe. When I do, she's defensive for real. And that's some shit I really felt. Because I've, I've talked to my mom about this shit. don't want to hear the truth. People, people always want to get defensive. And then little did I know how deep her status would go. Looking back, I wish I would have did more instead of running. I felt that a little bit too. Um, but also, I think as kids, we have to realize that our, our parents' issues aren't ours to correct. Um... If, if all you can do is let them know that something they're doing is upsetting you, but there's not any more that a kid should feel responsible to do. Right, they're um, and, and it's just, it's it's not your place to tell them either. You can just let them know how it makes you feel, but it's not your place to tell them that they need to change. Um, you, it can be your place to let them know that if they continue behaving in such a way that you can't have the same relationship with them, um, which is unfortunately the route I have had to take, but. Um, you just you, you can't allow toxic behavior by somebody else to bring you down. Um, right. <clears throat> you just got to try to elevate above that. And then this is the song. Um, Friends. Yeah. That, this Produ- is produced by Childish Major and J Cole. This is just talking straight to. And J Cole J Cole wrote this song directly for some people. There's even some names that are blurred out at the beginning. Yeah. He he wrote this specific it. for some people that he's probably had this conversation with somebody, people talking about somebody else has done that before. Like they blanked out their friend's uh, name. Ken, I know Kendrick did it in Good Kid Mad City, not a friend's name, but yeah. like he bleeped out a name of somebody who did some shit. Yeah. Killed somebody. Right. Which is hard. That's hard too. Right. But he, you can just tell once again that this is just coming from such a genuine place of just telling people like I don't necessarily have the answers, but I have something for you to try, maybe, if you're, you're willing to try to get away from these drugs of taking away your pain. I dabble later, I doubt it. My database in narcotics is growing long. Hey. Right. And you said, uh, kill Edward. I mean, Edward was the name of his stepfather, so in the saying, like, uh, he's writing this from the view of killer Edward and the drug addiction and shit. And the chorus and shit. So that could have be like shit. I don't know. Was a step back? Could have been addicted to some shit. Who knows? I think he was an alcoholic. Yeah. So see. But I ain't got prescription. All the way. Everybody got their vice. Got precipitation. Feeling like the only one that made it, and I hate it for my, cause they ain't got ambition. Fuck did you expect? You can blame it on condition. He starts going in right here. You can blame it on the system. Blame it on the fact that 12 got jurisdiction to ride around in neighborhoods that they ain't never lived in. Blame that's, it on the stray. That's that real as fuck. Daddy missing. It'd be it cops don't shit. cops don't even fucking live in your area, but they're patrolling your they, area. So they how can they possibly empathize with what's going on and understand the circumstances right. if they have they no can't. idea what it's like? They can't. And that that bar right there. Um, where he said, um, or the fact that every black boy want to be pippin', but they only got 12 slots on the pistons. That shit we've heard before, like as far as just like, 
people all oh, they don't want to have hoop dreams or like mic dreams or whatever. Hard to be. But he said it in such a unique way, and yeah, yeah, he's really going in. I'm talking about right. I felt that bar was right there. He said, "This rhyme scheme he stays." Talking about type of shit you normally would call for therapy, but you just know how it go in our community. Keep that shit inside. It don't matter how hard it be. It be like that, man. Especially as males. You just gotta keep that shit inside. And then he kept going on that rhyme scene too. Fast forward, them kids is growing and blowing trees and popping pills through the chronic anxiety. I've been saw the problem, but they sound like cause I ain't Jesus. This ain't no child. If you desire, go higher, please. Like that and he just keeps going right here. He is snapping on this song. Right. Right, yeah. How he message is not the coolest to say. But if you down to try it, I know of a, a better, better way. way. Meditate. Um, but yeah, how he built up to that is crazy. He said, Reality right. distorts, then you get lost in the wind. And I didn't see the combo take brothers off the deep end. One thing about your demons, they bound to catch up one day. I'd rather see you stand up than face them than run away. I understand this message is not the coolest to say. Uh, and like to me, that right there, that's this is the part that really calls to me about like Mac Miller's situation. Right. Uh, but I know depression and drug addiction don't blend. And I didn't see the combo take brothers off the deep end. The demon's bound to catch up one day. I'd rather see you stand up and face him than run away. And right. that's exactly what Mac wasn't, unfortunately, able to do very well in his life. He was able to help others deal with their demons, um, but wasn't dealing with his head on. Um, right. And I like how he fucking, uh, like he was saying, meditate, don't medicate. I just like, there's just a little small message like- in there talking about, like, motherfuckers. They talk about meditate, but they think you fucking crazy or they think they can't. Anybody can meditate. Just because you can't completely clear your mind when you first start, it's not gonna, of course it's not going to be that. But you keep practicing and doing that shit, it helps. And I like how he said that like he knows it might not be for everybody or it's not the coolest to say. Right. But if you're down to try it, like to at least just try it right. to, to, to better yourself than, than to be over-medicated. Um, right. And that and that that's that's hard. It's dope. All right. So this is supposed so this is the outro. This says. is the outro to the the thematic portion of the album. Because there's one more track after it, but this is where this is the last thematic part. Right, I like this the way it came in. Yeah, it's got the cool little intro. Um, sad. It's a kid talking about how his cousin got fucking, shot. I feel like he fucking. I can't. What's this fucking from? Like the fucking sample. It's fucking fuck. The I cor- heard like the, the chorus. I love the chorus. This song, and Shitty. when the beat hits, when the bass hits, when during the chorus, oh my gosh! And I like, <clears throat> I like fucking songs where they start spitting without the fucking drums, and then the fucking drums come in and shit. That shit. Yeah, no, so that's hard. actually what I meant. Not during the chorus, but when he first starts spitting, and it. Poof. Right, that shit hard. What I do is what I will so once again I found myself back with you from my All I ever wanted was to hear them bitches holler back Get some money plus respect and now look I got all of that All I wanna do is see my granny on the other side All I wanna do is kill the man that made my mama cry All I wanna do is see that granny on the other side Boys can relate to that Every time the bass hits right there. by their grandmas and shit. All I want to do is kill the man that made my mama cry. Stand at the window with my reins and contemplating and my saints. My sacrifice for fame, my occupations on my brain. 
So I guess it's saying this uh it's a fucking uh narrative. This song he always got a fuck like we already talked about this. He always got a fucking meaning. And this is hard. Like, you like really got a fucking like you probably, you know, you really done sat with this album, but like to really catch everything, you gotta really you gotta sit with it. this motherfucker. Yeah, like this song really was cool at the beginning. Shit. How he said, "Thought that I could change it at all if I had changed, but the brothers I came up with way back is still the same. I be trying to give him game like Santa did when Christmas came. They be, he breaking the flow down so hard right now. They be listening, but it's clear they did not hear a thing. Talking about like how he's tried to help people from the Ville or wherever get out of the the cycle of just being in the streets or whatever and people just stay doing the same shit it doesn't matter how many times people hear you can do more than this man he uh, just says some yeah he just two bar or four bars I really he said uh so shooting up where granny live blah blah his granny duck he don't give a fuck cause he's henny and he's hennied up and that's how I beat these motherfuckers like I work at the fucking jail so I know these motherfuckers be so fucking doped up drugged up drunk and shit they don't even know what the fuck they doing and then they fucking get locked up and then they come to and fucking jail and they like shit I don't even really remember what the fuck goes on these motherfuckers be so fucked up and then he said uh Blowing Tammy up, bitch, when you gonna get them panties up? He gonna plant a seed, but best believe he ain't man enough. And that's how it be, man. Motherfuckers be out here fucking these bitches raw. And they not ready to have no babies, but they not thinking that shit through. And then you fucking have a baby. But you're not, you not man enough at that time. And the cycle, and it's what he says then is, uh, don't mean you're ready to let go of your childish ways. The results are deadly because that child will suffer, and that's what can most affect me. And he's talking about uh, if you you staying on that street shit. So like, the likelihood that your kid's gonna end up involved in that kind of behavior and whatnot can be deadly. Because uh, as we heard JID say last week, shit's hereditary. Shit gets passed down. And if you in that street shit, you have way more likely of a chance of like your house getting shot up or broken into. Right. Uh, or and if you just acting like a child, you're gonna be probably in a, a, a damn near abusive or at least a lot of arguing in your house and shit. Like just shit that's not good for a kid to be around. Um, and that shit, it's just real. Like he's just always got these gems. And then he's got a, a, an outro that matches the the intro to this song. Uh, right. Talking about why bad stuff happens. Um, and this is kind of where the, the, the album ends, more or less. One song left after this, and it's 1985. Right. Which is the year J. Cole was born. Um, and this was sort of a response to Lil Pump. I think it's applicable to a lot of people, but I think Lil Pump is the main one because Lil Pump's been the most outspoken fuck J. Cole person. Right. Um, and, and the one bar that's I hope you ain't as dumb as you look. Like you just know he's talking about Lil Pump. <laughs> this whole fucking song was just like when I heard this, I was like, shit. And like he's like we're talking about. And he like it started off. Like it's, the song started off. Like it seemed like it was cool. And then like the whole vibe of it. He took a turn. Like yeah, took a turn for the worst. Like he wanted to he wanted to help him out, give him a little gems, but then he's also like, yo, if you really want to do this, we can do this, bro. Kind of gave him just a taste, in my opinion, like a warning shot. Like you do not want smoke, right? And he doesn't want smoke, bro. Right, and he's like, uh, I respect the struggle, uh, but you are fronting these days, man. They barely old enough to drive. 
to tell them what to do. Who the fuck am I? So like I said, like the vibe came off now. Like he was like, shit, I kind of feel these motherfuckers. Shit, I can't. I can't really say shit. Let them do them. That's them. But then, like we said, the shit changes. And like he says, I fuck with your name. Like we said, seem like he giving them props. Cause everything commercial and it's pop now. Trap jumps is just at the top now. And it's starting. It's about to start to take that turn. But never mind. That was just a segue. Segue. But I love to see a black man get paid and bust you having fun, and I respect that. But have you ever thought about Starting to take that change. These white kids love that you don't give a fuck. Because that's exactly what's expected when your skin's black. He's still hitting him with gems right here. Motherfuckers ain't want to hear that. They want to see you tatted from your face to your heels. Fuck it, I got it. Does J. Cole have any tats? Probably. Maybe, I don't know. Probably a couple. I wonder if he has any tats. Because he might not, because I don't really... looking like me and you. I don't know. You got better shit to do. I don't really, I can't... When I think of J. Cole, I don't think of tats. Oh, I definitely don't think of it. But he might have got him when he was young. Go grow up and get too old for the shit that made you blow up. And now the show's man, looking I don't think like you got they none, don't show man. up. Heard? The money slow up. And now you're scrambling and hoping to get hot again. You only pop because you was riding trends. And you're going through regrets. Right, he's, he actually, he, yeah, he said he doesn't have any tattoos. And a bunch of shoes. And a bunch of fake crazy. friends. I ain't judging that's not. That's something out of ordinary nowadays because everybody got tattoos. For real. I ain't got none yet. I wish you good luck. Hoping for your sake that you ain't dumb as you look. Like I said, it took a different turn. Like it started off, he was fucking. Name it, I really know you fuck. Cool, spin game. Now he's down there flaming his ass. Amateur, they wanna get rocked. Right here, though. Flop. In five years, you're gonna be on loving hip hop. If you lucky, honestly. And motherfuckers, like, that's where they say motherfuckers that are just trying to get some money. And they, they don't. Was, they was good, and now they trash. That's where they go loving hip-hop. That's what they say. And these kids really don't believe that shit's true. Like, they really do think this shit's forever. Like, if you listen to, like, Lil Pump, Lil Xan, all hmm. these dumb motherfuckers. If you listen to 6 9 and shit talk, they think they're the next big thing, bro. Like, they think this shit is permanent. And, like, that is so far from true. Like, I don't know how to put this in a not dickish way. But that music is not here to stay. That is right. not gonna be a part of hip hop that is here to last. Like hip hop is. I mean, it gets like it. My bad, I want to interrupt you, you, but you it good? just like that music. It just like it's cool for the time being, like the first little bit to hear. But it gets old. Like the replay value zero decreases. I won't say zero, but like as time goes on, it decreases. As in most. Replay value is supposed to stay the same over time if it's true replay value. So like you said, the replay value is low and it just decreases over time to the point like... And especially when you're not saying anything. When you're just repeating the same shit over and over and thinking of different ways to tell me how much money you have, like, that shit is just not, like, cool. Like, yeah, you got money. I know you got money. But, like, what else? What else? Like, is there anything else you bring to the table? And, uh, and it's funny that it's funny that we actually talking like that now because we about to be going to uh, <laughs> artists. And I'm not. I actually I fuck with his songs and I was like uh, listening to him and he's like kind of got some. He's obviously not fucking spitting like uh, 
he's obviously not spitting like J. Cole or anything, but he's definitely got some shit where he's kind of like saying something. It's not obvious, like I said, it's not J. Cole saying nothing, having a full ass blown message, but he got some bars that's like, okay. And he definitely has some, he definitely has some really good uh there's some funny punchlines for sure. For sure. He definitely got that. That's and that's the And the the production was really good on this album in my opinion. That's the sound of the day. Uh for sure too is the fucking like goofiness. Young young nigga shit on the beat, just having fun. The punchlines be clowning type shit. So yeah, hold on. We're gonna go ahead. Let me pull that fucking shit up. Um like we said, Trill Sammy's yeah. album is called what, No Sleep Volume One? Yeah. And uh I listened to it a couple times. What a stiff arm. That was so dirty. He's gone. He's gone. That was hilarious. Um, I don't have much exposure to Trill Sammy. I know Don's been rocking with him for a minute. Like right. I remember Don talking about Trill Sammy uh, as a as a when new artist when but when when I first met him at Chipotle and shit. Um, he was on that shit, and that was damn near that was three years ago at this point. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I don't have a lot of exposure, and I I. I don't listen to a ton of music that sounds like this. So then that's kind of the point of a little bit of what me and Don are doing with both of us choosing a project because it gets us both to listen to stuff we wouldn't normally. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I ended up, I liked it more than I thought I might. I was bopping my head a lot. Um, he's definitely just different for sure. Um, right. and, and he's on, I mean, he's on that trap beat shit for he, sure. He definitely, and I will say, like you just said, I've been fucking with him for a while. He's definitely gotten better. Yeah, because Don sure. had said he'd been he'd been waiting on a project like this from him. Right, because like uh, he had been supposed to drop because this is like really as far as I could tell, like he dropped some shit before it, but it was more like just a compilation of songs he had already dropped. But this is like really like his real first project, so it's like it was long awaited. And like we said, this was like three years ago. So this nigga just now dropping something. Might not be exactly three years ago, but fucking, it's been a minute before he's dropped shit. So we're going to go ahead and get in that. But it's definitely a fun album, for sure. Got a bounce to it. And it's got some good features on it, too, actually. like I Yeah, said, it's got my boy J.I.D. on there. Actually, uh, like I said, I don't really normally fuck with features like that, but this motherfucker... It's well, it's well placed features. And I definitely, I fucked with the Slim Jimmy feature for me too. Sure. And honestly, He's I in the, I think it was the first NBA Young Boy verse. Yeah, uh, was actually good. I there was a bar in it that I definitely will read and it'll stick out. Um, but the Slim Jimmy and. And JID, I wish JID's verse was longer. Yeah, that shit was short. Cause he thought, cause he honestly and like. Trill Sammy had like damn near three verses, at least two verses though, and I was like, next time cut one of those off. Let the let the right. let the other man just handle it. Like I thought that was I thought that was an interesting feature though. To right. bring a lyricist like that. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that shit at all. It's a, that's why I sent I sent you that fucking picture of it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting but, that shit when the album dropped. I was like, what the fuck? JID. But that track was cool for sure. So the first name of this song, the first song, the name is called Bigger. You can hear Not it on the money. fucking you can hear the fucking verse. I mean the hook. And it's produced by uh Jake One, Sam uh Sam Wish and Benny Blanco. And if motherfuckers know motherfuckers should know Jake One if they know about production and shit. He's one of the goats. He got fucking hella cold drums, so he probably did the drums on this one. But like this song, like like we said, Trill Sammy, he's not really a uh, J. Cole type rapper. 
But he's got bars, songs, diamond around my neck that got bigger. So, you know, it's that fucking young nigga shit. But, like, he got some bars in here. Uh, the bars that uh, stuck out to me. Fuck, I hit the mic. He said, uh, <laughs> she want to come to the crib. You cannot hang with a, you cannot hang with the big dogs. Gang, 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 gang. Spend a check when I'm pissed off. Like the way, <laughs> the, the way shit, he said it. Yeah, like this. Because the gang, gang, gang was like ad lib. Yeah, like it was like ad lib. And, he's, and right, they just like, said, spend me a check, check when I'm pissed, pissed off. off. That shit was hard. Yeah, no, nah, the flow on that was sick. Right, and that's all. And, and that's, that's one thing he got a cool flow. Yeah, that's he, what I was just about to say. Like his flow has definitely gotten he, better. He does a lot of this slow. Because like, it's, and then he just right. Yeah, like his flow used to be like pretty much the same thing all the way out, but he's switching up his flow, so you can tell he's getting get more comfortable on the beat. Pull up on my ex bitch, make her swallow all my babies. Right, he's a lot. I done spit a cool hundred. Uh, just to dress up in the latest Pull up on my S bitch Make her swallow all my babies Like Them the bars you gonna get from Trill Sammy That shit silly That shit goofy Like I, I fuck with that shit Like I said Not every Honestly this not first song to hear. I didn't like that much Especially uh, on the first listen I fucked with this It got me really worried a little bit I was like <laughs> What did this man I, I can see that You're like Oh he's not about to be talking about shit got me into But then it, it all grew I mean I don't dislike this song as much anymore right. I think I'm a I'm definitely gonna bring something out of Don's comfort zone next week. <laughs> All right, I got some for you too. <laughs> but uh, see, Don threatens to go extreme <laughs> on shit. Like, it's not Mark Battles, bro. Don't get so defensive. It's but, uh, not LD either. <laughs> this uh, so this song called uh, Nah for Real, and this was actually a song that dropped before the uh, album drop. But it's uh, produced by Southside and Benny Blanco. Lunch, hey bars. Hey, don't do OG not the regular. Hey, don't do the bitches she regular. Hey, do that high deck like it's medicine. Hey, he was fucking riding his beat. Yeah, nah, I like this one a lot. Like it's like it. I had I had to kind of adjust how I adjust what I listen for for sure because like we've heard from me a thousand times like I I love the content shit. That's why J Cole my favorite rapper. Um, and this song's short as fuck. The song only a minute twenty two seconds. He, uh, so it's a quick listen. But I've had to train myself as I've started to broaden my spectrum in hip hop to to have different ways to listen to different music because not everybody is a conscious rapper. And you gotta be able to just listen for a punchline or a flow. Right. Um, right. Cause like all of those aspects are what make up hip hop. Like it's not just telling you something, it's not just a punchline, it's not just how you ride a beat, it's all of that. Right. So this next song is called Guess What? And it's produced by Benny Blanco, Jake One, and Sam Wish. So seems like Jake One was a constant name you're gonna hear on there. And I fuck with this, uh I, I fuck with this. Hook yeah. like a motherfucker. Hey, guess what? I'm rich. Two bitches and a crew. One black, one white. So much money, I don't know what to buy. So many bitches and a couple of them buy. Diamonds and thunder. Like, see, like, this is that true Sammy shit. Like, that young nigga shit just talking about bitches and shit. I mean, like I said, not everybody gonna like it. But it's like, like you said, he's got it. He got his own lane. There's a place for, there's a place for this in hip hop. Like not everything got to sound like this. Not everything got to sound like that. And see, the thing with artists like this though, is because he's young right now. So I'm cool with this. But eventually, you gotta grow up from. This. I feel like, and I feel like they will. But see, I will say, motherfucker, like. 
Soldier Boy hasn't. Like he's done the same. Like he's been doing the same music forever. Lil Wayne. Right. So I feel like some people don't grow up with it. They stay in their lane. But it's almost. You gotta be really fucking shit, good to do that. I will say Lil Wayne has tried to step out from his lane. Like he tried to do that fucking rebirth and all that bullshit. But it's not the. It, 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 but then, but then we all as Wheezy fans are like, Ugh, I don't right. know about that. But then also we hear something that like Dedication Six or whatever, like all these. And you, you, Don specifically said to me, man, I just been. So I've been listening to Lil Wayne rap the same way since 08 or right. whatever year you said at the time. But like, and that is true. But yet also, that being said, all of us that fuck with hip hop are sitting. Sitting on pins and needles Waiting for the day That the Carter 5 Finally hits us And we can hear right, Lil Wayne Rap the same day. Rap the same way That he has Again And we're all gonna get Like I don't think there's any way That album's not gonna be good But like that That is a prime example Of somebody who's made A whole career Off of not Changing their style at all Really right. For the most part And not ever really making More than like Three songs about anything That meant anything to A single song Code in a bitch though Bitch I'm single I always play that much for real Let's get this episode Taken down Put that as the intro music <laughs> And it had uh, Shit I probably can't put that, that one It has Drake on it too. I gotta fucking gotta be, Can't put two biggest songs On the intro Or they fucking get, They're gonna get taken down But uh Put my song on the intro Right And that song had Moneybag Yo on it And that was One of the first Moneybag Yo verses I heard And it wasn't A good intro to Moneybag Yo It wasn't that good of a verse Just to be honest but the next song is called I Can't Decide And it's got Offset on it And like I said Produced by Benny Blanco Jake One Southside So he was obviously Fucking with these Niggas when he was Curating this project To be honest I've seen Offset Way better than this No I can't decide I fucked with this hook Like it's It's little It's not It's not the same Like he switched it up Cause he's when I t- He came in with the four bars Kind of like he was rapping Then he Switched up the cadence. I fucked yeah, with that. I like that a lot. Hey, wake up, stuck on me like glue. And them the type of. Now I'm riding in. And when I was listening to this, them, I'm thinking them the trust Sammy bars you gonna get. Like sometimes you gonna get some simple shit, man. Like bought my bitch had to get one too. Wake up counting and she stuck on me like glue. That, like, that's a simple bar. So you gonna get that sometimes. I like where he said the old hundreds or the blue. I can't decide. I said that OG can't be. Hey, OG, let me smell it. It's verified. But I like the oh, old yeah. hundred, old hundreds. Yeah, are, I did. Old hundreds are blue. I like that talking about whether you got the new hundred or the old hundred. Right. Like, I can't decide which I like better. Everybody rapping about the blue hundreds now. Yeah, that's the new thing. Yeah, now it's funny. I said I said that OG, let me smell it. Verified. Right. And like the way he, like Don said, the way he busting up his cadence and flows right. on this one is cool. Um, nice. Yeah, here comes Offset. Yeah, this wasn't that good of an Offset verse. Yeah, nah, like Offset, Offset can rap, honestly. Uh, I don't. I can't remember who I think is the best rapper in Migos. I think it's Takeoff, honestly. I think bar for bar, I think damn near Takeoff. But Migos, the king of the hood, <laughs> or Quavo. I'm surprised you didn't say Quavo. A lot of people say Quavo. He's the best rapper. He's not the best rapper. He's the best. He's the best songwriter, I would probably say. But uh, I they, think they would just say he's just the best. Just get just because he's the most notable. But I think Takeoff has the best bars in there. If you can, if you can say that. I really fucked with this song. This next song. 
For oh, sure. Because he was damn near like. This is my, I think this is my favorite song. I think he was like singing. He was damn like singing on this. Called uh. Next song is called 3 a.m. Wait for it to drop. It ain't drop yet. Oh yeah, and I, and yeah, I like this uh, this uh, young boy. It's called NBA Tri- Young Boy. Right, 3 a.m. is produced by once again Benny Blanco, but this one just Benny Blanco and Cashmere Cat. Hey, shout out uh, Lavish Life. <laughs> and I fucking uh, like I fucked with it because he was uh, right. This say Lavish Life, but uh, I fuck with like the singing. Like this is a different different lane. Cause like he's sung he's sung with the auto tune, but this is like more of a, like a his actual voice. And I've been fucking with that lately. Like people actually using their actual voice singing, even if it's not the best. Yeah, not auto tuning it. Like they probably obviously obviously always got auto tune. Like don't do it. Yeah. T-Pain. Like not make it T Pain and shit. I'm sorry. I don't want to mm-hmm. disrespect T Pain. Let's let's Ooh. say Travis Scott, because we shouldn't disrespect T Pain's auto tune abilities. Guys, it make me fall through. Like this shit, this hook fucking hard than a bitch. This might be my favorite song on this. Coming from you, ooh, I've been up for days. Hey, this fucking hook hard than a bitch. This is my favorite song here. Savage, the fashion, the casket. Hey. Like the hook, the hook is just the main part of this fucking song to me. from you. This hook so fucking hard, man. He fuck with that young boy. And that's the thing. I never really, uh, I never really listened to Young Boy, but like this verse was cool. I came stun on him. I've never listened to Young Boy, to be honest. I heard a couple songs. I mean, I've heard shit because one dude at work fucks with him like for real. Balling and fuck to the moaning and he running and moaning. All right, this is now. See, like I said, that money bag yo wasn't a good intro. This was a good intro for young boy. I can't lie. Yeah, nah, cause he like he damn near spit. Right, he's spitting on this motherfucker. Had to say, and he broke the flow down there too. And his verse is longer. I feel at least. Uh, nah, it's about the same, I guess. He he filled it out more, I guess, is what it was. These missed calls came from you. Cause he's like doubling up. Sammy slowed in This motherfucking hook so hard, I swear to God, that motherfucker cold. I actually really fuck with this next song, I think too. And this fucking album's only eight songs, so it's a quick listen. Like I said, one of those songs is only a minute twenty-two. So this is a quick little listen. The whole project probably like 30 minutes, if that. But fucking next song, I definitely fucked with this song too. This one was Slim Jimmy. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Definitely fucked. Slim Jimmy fucking murked this fucking beat. I wasn't expecting that. But I feel like ever since niggas started saying he couldn't do shit without, uh, what's the nigga name? Shrimp, uh... Fucking Sway Lee. Ever since niggas was saying Sway Lee the best, blah blah blah, he kind of decided to pick his shit up. And this, I fuck with this hook too. Like it, like it, the hook rolled the beat. Like he's just bopping on the beat. 
everybody gets the worm. Right. Like I said, they just rise to the beat. Like the the way that the hook and the verse, they just went smooth. Like you didn't even really notice. Call it. Hope it ain't your daughter. Hey. I like this. I got bitches in Beverly Hills. Okay. Like I say, I got bills. I got bitches in Beverly. They say we smoke it too heavily. Like, and this is like a. They say it's part of the verse, but it's like a fucking uh, refrain, pre uh, little interlude, whatever the fuck. Like the way that shit is fucking goes right into the fucking chorus. That shit hard. And then Slim Jimmy about to come in and just really murk the whole fucking shit. Yeah, nah, he he got a good ass verse. Really, I was I swear to God, I was, I was not expecting that from fucking Slim Jimmy. <laughs> Fuck with me any day, every day. The heavyweight A, my own a pussy chase, trying to escape. Ooh, and I'm great. Sleep with a smile on my face. We drinking Henny, no Ace. Gonna whole nother case. Roll up a wood. We, we, we smoking good. good. Yeah, this is gelato. Hey, hop in the bent. Run of the check. It's gonna follow. Hey, start pill. And it may go harder. Ruby VS's. Clearer than water. I swear to God, that nigga fuck. Yo, like, there was not a weak bar in that verse. And like, the way he broke that down, like, the flow was so hard. Like, I was so impressed with that verse. Wasn't a weak bar in that motherfucking verse. Respect. Right. For sure. Next song is the lead single. Right, yeah. Do Not Disturb. And like I said, I saw it's single, so I obviously heard this song before. I actually heard a couple of these songs before he dropped a couple of these songs as singles before he fucking dropped. So I actually dislike that fact about it. Hey, if you're gonna drop such a short project, yeah, don't do singles. Like damn like three or four of the songs were singles. So it's like shit, only half of it was really new. I mean, I wasn't listening to the singles like that anyway, but I had heard them. Disturbed. But this, yeah, this, you could tell why this would be a single though. Cause it got that single feel and the hook extra, extra fucking catchy. Third, eight, third, eight. Do not disturb. And this is some shit we all kind of feel. A lot of people use that. My, my, my motherfucking phone is literally always on Do Not Disturb. And motherfuckers be getting mad about that. And I just don't be like, my shit going off, man. Cause I like I, I don't like having to turn it off. I mean, turn it on and off. Cause like when I go to places where I'm not supposed to have my phone, that shit come in clutch. And if like sometimes it's accidentally off, I'm fucked. But nah, yeah, man, he was definitely spitting on this motherfucker. Hold on. My diamonds wet, we can surf. I put Chanel in her purse. You know that you know what it's worth. Bad bitch, she could be a motto. Smoking OG like gelato. Yeah, that's hard. Right. I'm in the zone like it's auto. Right. I hit the climb on that thought. Thought ho. Pick that shit up. That's the motto. It's got funny. Right. And that's what, like we say, this is those silly, this damn near like a little bit like just in your zone type type music this you vibe it might be turning up a little bit. I was 18. Money, pussy parties. I was on the same right. shit. Like, he gets it. Right. Oh my God. He overthrew that. 
Bro, he just blasted that fucking wall. Yo, the Tampa Bay corner was just pursuing into the end zone. Big Ben overthrew the fuck out of it, and dude just plowed into the wall of the stadium. Oh my god. What the fuck? He didn't know the fucking wall was You there. gotta have some awareness of where right you're at, bro. You fucking. Right. What is he doing? Oh my. Like, you are out of bounds and you still right. trying to make a play. Right. The what the fuck? This nigga was out of bounds trying to, <laughs> he trying to make the a concussion. play. They got the whole. What a jackass. <laughs> that nigga's a jackass. Like, bruh. He just murdered Do you understand that? Like, let, let's just paint this picture. You know where to fucking say somebody's doing a fucking uh, Lambo leap, okay? You know where the fucking Lambo leap is at. You know how far behind the end zone that is. This nigga was trying to catch the ball as a cornerback. As a cornerback near where you would Lambo leap. Right. Bitch, you've been out of bounds. <laughs> you was out of bounds about five steps ago, bruh. What is you doing? <laughs> and then he fucking full. Force into the wall. Right, so we just fucking talked over that song, but that fucking Do Not Disturb, that was a fucking cold ass song single. He was spitting on that motherfucker, Trill Sammy Bars. I honestly thought this hook was catchy as fuck. I did fuck with this. The Android, hey. The check and hit the airport. Hey, Like the steroids. Yeah, yeah. Right, this fucking hook, catchy as fuck. And that's what the like That's a lot of shit Like If you got If you rapping like this Like a lot of the times Like the hooks Are gonna stand out Are gonna be Real important And I feel like He's getting way better At his hooks I, I fucked with damn near Every one of these hooks Bend me some racks on 2K Just talking And I feel like This is kind of uh, Currency-esque Talking about just regular shit Best on racks on 2K Just talking about regular shit you doing That's some currency type shit I'm the and you, It's the Android Hey Came in for the check and hit the airport You know this It's my fucking catchy This hook hard as a bitch That man J.I.D. came in on that third verse Still got another Trill Sammy verse coming up And I Like we said, this is a fucking Trill Sammy, so we're not breaking it down like fucking J. Cole. Because like we said, the bars ain't always... Don't need to be broke down to someone just plain and simple. <laughs> but they still can go. There's nothing wrong with that. Boy, hey. Place hundred, of course, hey. <laughs> and my, I, uh, my nigga... <laughs> Colin was like, if I hear one more nigga rap about blue hundreds, blue faces, then that you do hear that a lot now. They, and he said it like three different times, right? Throughout and that's album. one thing I, I was gonna point out is he's got a lot of different little things that he says a lot. Like, yeah, I've heard him say BBS is on here a couple different times, blue right. hundreds. Right, that's but a, that comes with young. Yeah, right. Paranoid. Airborne the school to grab a seat, have a chair, boy. He's spitting here, boy. Press the door, skip into the clear point. Like that shit should have been longer. He needed double it. Right, he was fucking spitting. 
Like, that was way too short of a time to even try to put a J.I.D. verse, in my opinion. That man's be trying to say too much. Right, and it was just, that was a fucking crazy contrast, but fucking <laughs> yeah, we, Chill Sammy rapping this way, and this man comes in and fucking we, bodies We it. talked about it right before we started. It might have been at the beginning of the podcast, even. Uh, actually, I think it was before the podcast, though, that we were like, it was really interesting. Right, we didn't expect that fucking to JID to be featured on Trill Sammy because like is Trill is Sammy from Atlanta? No, he's from Texas. Yeah, that's this is it's so fried that he's on there. Honestly, probably just means Sammy thinks he's dope. Honestly, right, and uh, and I respect that too to put a a lyricist next to you when you don't rap. That shows he has confidence. When yeah, when you don't rap like that, it just shows that he's confident in the lane that he's filling, and he needed a different sound on a song, and that's. That's dope. To me, that shows uh, awareness of, 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 of trying to have a, a more complete right. track. Um, Be a complete th- artist. Yeah, and I think, I think I mean, that album to me was a, a good introduction to Trill Sammy for me. He, uh, he, he wrote the beats nice. He had oh, a- yeah, we got to fucking rate the album. So we didn't rate the fucking, we got to rate KLD. So KLD, my... I will give it. I'll give KLD. Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker. I don't have, my voice is too fucked from the concert. I can't hit the under, Undertaker. <laughs> I, I'll give it. Ooh, he's processing. I'll give it a 10 out of 10. Cause I didn't. I mean, I didn't really have any. I didn't really have any problems with it. I can't. I can't think of anything to complain about. You gonna you gonna ride with that album a little bit for so sure. So I'll go with a ten. With it? With it. I don't know if I'll see. That's the thing. Just gotta give a ten out of ten. I don't know how often I'll listen to it, but I I'll definitely. It was definitely a great album. Yeah, this is and that's fun for me to hear because because me and Don have had multiple different conversations about For Your Eyes Only. Um, cause we, we disagree for sure. Um, he doesn't see the replay value and didn't fuck with it like that. Um, I'd I mean, be in my different vibes though. Yeah, yeah no, and I mean, that's, that's, I think, I think this, this episode is a perfect, uh, in my opinion, display of the, the difference in mine and Don's like general listening. Not that this is the kind of stuff Don only listens to. Don listens to so much different shit, but like me right. and Don also have very distinct tastes and very different in what we listen to day to day. And right. I think this is a very good episode of kind of compare and contrast. And I definitely give the album a 10 as well. I was hoping you'd say something like that. So I didn't seem like I was uh, uh, trying to dig right or anything. Uh, yeah, um, I definitely give it 10 out of 10. But I, I just think, uh, I think it's the most important album of the year. I also still think to me, it's still album of the year worthy for this is it gonna year. Is it going to win a Grammy? Um, I personally think it, it could. I think so of what I've heard, really, for me up there right now, it's for 2018. It's it's really, it's just, I'm not even joking, bro. I've told Don to listen to this. I'm going to have to bring this. This might be the one next week. J-Rock's Redemption album um, and J. Also, Cole. We can pick them because I was going to ask you what your next one was. Oh, he just dropped that ball. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, that'll probably be it. I was thinking something different. I was actually thinking, know I was thinking the, the newer Post Malone album to force you to listen to some posts all the way through. Did he just roll? Did you just roll your eyes at me on mic? Nah, I didn't. I didn't. Nah. Oh man, I thought he just on mic rolled his eyes at me. So <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. But nah, I, it'll probably. I think I'll probably have to bring J Rock because I've mentioned that album to Don several times, 
And I know Don's familiar with J-Rock. Right, if he, um, he came in XXL, I think the same year as J. Cole, actually. Or no, the same year as Mac, which I think was the year after, or two years after. Um, which I had never really fucked with J-Rock's music like that. Um, but then I listened to, in this redemption album, I That's swear to God, fumble, there is the no, ball. there is no skip songs on this redemption album. And I was shocked because I'd never listened to <laughs> J-Rock like that. But yeah, so J. Cole, in my opinion, it's still on pace. To me, my personal opinion, album of the year, had a theme, very important message at this time in, in, in society. We, we dealing with too many people ODing and, uh, just not dealing with shit. Um, I and I, I respect it so much. And he, and he was just rapping his ass off. He made there's hits on there, there's story on there, there's every every bit of Cole's uh feel on there, really. You get some boom bap rap, you get some trap beats, like he he did the whole spectrum to me uh really fucking well. And then to see it performed live was also exceptional. Um Trill Sammy, right? I gotta think on this one. All right, so for the Trill Sammy. The No Sleep Volume 1, I'll probably give it a... Oof. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. i give it a good 8 out of 10. Because I've seen... And also, I have to say, like... Because I've seen the progress from him. So, I can't really... It's not my first time listening to him. So, like I said, for me, I've seen his progress. I fucked with every song on there. I didn't... There wasn't really... I didn't have no skippables on there, I don't think. So I fuck with every song on there. Like I said, there was times where he fucking, like we said, gets repetitive, says some of the same things, but he did have some good punchlines. They had some good flows. And like I said, eight out of 10, that's not, that's not a 10 out of 10, but it's also not a, it's not a five out of 10. I give it a eight out of 10. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm probably going to go like six and a half, seven. <laughs> and I, I mean, that, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's no, that's no slam. Like I said, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. There's a few songs I'll definitely put on my playlist. Um, now, I'll, I'll listen to it again at least one more time on my own just to take it all the rest of the way in. I mean, I I, I, I didn't. Ah, that was funny as fuck. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't. Uh, it's not like I really missed any of the bars. I'm really good at picking up bars for lyricists. So I'm like no. breaking this down even just. I could have done a first listen on this one probably here and uh, been okay. Uh, but Flamed. but I did come out better, or not better off, but like I thought, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I might, especially after the first track. When I first listened to it the first time, I was really like, ooh, I don't know. This sounds very like, right. very type of rap I don't like. Right. And then, and but then, the, then as I listened to it more, the production was great. Um, his flows are cool. Like Don said, he had some good punchlines for sure. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential, and he's still very young. So it's, it's like seven. I'll 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 bump it to a full seven. Um, right. And then, like I said, I just wanted to like add some add some different shit because like we have been doing like all pretty much conscious rappers or deep deep thought rappers type shit. So I wanted to bring a little different something different to the table. But like, so we're gonna. Uh, pick out the projects for next week. So I'm probably stay as long as he doesn't change his. I'm gonna stick with mine. But so you said if you're gonna pick the J Rock, if you pick J Rock, I know who I'm gonna pick. But if you pick somebody else, I might have to pick somebody different. I because I feel if you pick Post Malone, then I have to pick somebody different. I'll do I'll do J Rock. I'll I'll get Post Malone another time because I'm excited for you to hear this Redemption album. I think you'll like it. 
and that'll get us some, uh, I feel like some shit we really haven't had, some kind of a sh- uh, little bit of street type rap, because that's more what J-Rock is on, is the, the view from the street, sort of. And we've had J. Cole's always the out outside looking in. He knows about the street life, but he wasn't in it. And then we've had, yeah, we've just had deeper, deeper shit for the most part. So right. J-Rock has been about that life in the past. So, yeah, right, um, for sure. It's a different, it's a different, uh, different beast. Right. What we, what, who, so I got J-Rock Redemption. What you got? All right. And the album I'm going to bring to the tables. Little peeps, <laughs> come Bad. over when you're sober. Bad. No, Dom, <laughs> yo, I had, I never listened to Little Peep. And I, I mean, I, I had respect. I, I didn't even dig through it when, when he passed. I had, I had respect for it. That, that's tragic. He was so young. Um, but Don, last time, before we were recorded last, last week, uh, Don played a couple of songs. And I, during, in the middle of one, I said, bro, who is this? He said, Little Peep. I said, no fucking way. Right. Because, Number one, mostly like the instrumental, um, with it being like it was obviously like, his guitar bass. Yeah, like heli guitar, and I was like, this is amazing. And like he was like, though, yeah, he was sort of like singing though too, and like right. I was, I was impressed. So I'm actually excited for that. We both bring that both for both of us being an album. Neither of us have had any exposure to. Um, so we'll we'll get a couple listens in through the next week, right? And be back on it next weekend. Back in this bitch. Oh man, there was something I thought about that I wanted to talk about while we were in the middle of that, but I didn't want to just make a random comment. And now I can't goddamn remember. I almost even wrote it down. <laughs> well, have... while we were just talking, or like during the no, nah, like in towards the end of. Should have wrote it down. I should have, cause it it was I feel like a pretty interesting topic. That shit fucking happened to me. I had a fucking uh project title. I was never gonna name the EP, and I fucking I was like, nah, I'm not gonna write it down. I was about to write it down. I was like, nah, I should be able to remember this. So the fucking wrote it down. Cause I forget what it was. I'm shitty, shitty than a bitch. Yeah, and I have no recollection of fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick though. Right. <laughs> So, but man, episode 10. Right, I was about to say this. So this was fucking episode 10. Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter featuring Chris Dessel. Yes, sir. So it's episode fucking 10. Like we always say, man, follow us on fucking Twitter, man. At Black on Black, B-L-A-C-K on B-L-A-C-C at Topher Stessel. You think you got a project that you think would be good for us to break down? Right, let, let us, us know. know. We'll try and get to it. We, I think me and Don probably both have a, a quick little... Little few archives still that we we probably want to expose the other one to, but right. uh, we so are always I'm always archive. open to suggestion. I'm always down for for good music. I always love right. hearing new shit. Right, and I always want to try to keep uh, try to review some recent shit too. That's yeah, why that's, I, was, I feel like we both kind of got back to that a little bit, right? Because like, we 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 started off like way back in the archives, right. and and there's still some stuff I definitely want to want to review definitely. and and if. We, We've already talked about like if the Carter Five gets a real release date, we might do a, a Lil Wayne episode. Right. If not, when the Carter Five drops, that'll obviously get that'll get brought to the show on the next episode. All right, we gotta talk about fucking like a Jay Z album at some point. So there's just hella shit we gonna fucking touch on. Yo, see if we we're do doing this Jay-Z shit every album, week forever. Jay Z album, I'm gonna have to come over here to listen to it though. I don't have oh, the yeah. only Jay Z album I, I could, have I access to, probably is, send it to is black is the black album. I got all my shit downloaded so I can send you. Which black album is good, but it's not his his best shit. Shit, I, shit. I know some people say black album is best. 
There's a lot of yo. I'll tell you what. I love the interlude on there. <laughs> a lot of is that wild? If that's like my favorite song, you can. There's a there's probably people that'll argue every album is Jay Z best album. There's probably somebody that'll say Blueprint One is his best album. Probably somebody say Blueprint Two is the best album. There's probably a few people who say Magna Carta Holy Grail, but those people are definitely wrong. I fuck with Magna Carta. I, 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 I didn't said fuck Magna. with it, but his best album, hell nah. But there's there's bangers. So he was. He, Fuck with me, you he would tell you it was like his at the time when it dropped. He'd tell you it was like his second or third best album. I mean, I can I would I wouldn't deny that, but you can't tell me that. He's, you but can't he's tell gonna, that's his best, bro. But he's gonna tell you Reasonable Doubt is his best album. Is that early? That's his. That's his first album. Heard. He don't and know. I mean, he don't he, know Reasonable Doubt. Ah, right, so that might be a motherfucking album where we bring to the table at some point. I'm gonna bring Reasonable Doubt to the fucking table. Heard. Heard it here first. First. So we'll like have to find something cool to pair with that for right. sure. It's like we said, shit. Episode we'll, ten. We'll damn near do what? with uh, beyond reasonable doubt or reasonable doubt, and uh, maybe we'll just do four 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 on one episode. We'll just do a whole Jay Z episode, end, or we yeah, could just, do a Kanye. Are we now? We didn't break down. Watch the throne. That'll have to come at some point. Hey, that'd be dope. Oh, oh, here's what I wanted to talk about. Look at that. You guys talk about Kanye, and I remember it's Yeezy season. 29th, we're getting another Kanye album, bro. Oh, yeah, the Yandi. Yandi. And it looks like Shades of Yeezus with Gandhi influence or something. Right. It looked, it seemed like it might be, like you said, like a Yeezus sound mixed with that fucking Yay sound. And then I heard that him and Chance are doing the, uh, they're doing a collab. The, they're doing a project. No, it was teased a long time ago. No bad days or no days off or. Something. Oh yeah, I heard, yeah, because I heard so he's in uh, Chicago right now. Yeah, I heard Ye's moving back to Chicago full time, and then Kim took a shit on that. And was like, I don't want to move the kids. That doesn't benefit my kids. Bitch, does it really diminish anything about your kids though? If you live in Chicago, like no. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Motherfuckers love Chicago. I don't know. That's shit. That I I thought that statement was a little bit of it definitely showed uh, what people talk about with Kim being poisonous to Kanye because like. Kanye from back in the day with, with late registration and graduation shit wouldn't have let somebody talk about Chi Town like that. Right. It doesn't ha- it doesn't benefit my kids to live there. Bitch, go make the city better. Shut the fuck up. Hey, he like, been, he been all over motherfucking uh social media now though. I've, he been I've loved it. On the Instagram, <laughs> fucking Twitter, all day, every Yo, did day. Did you see the hologram of the, yeah, the Yandi that shit was album? Fucking that crazy. is hard. And I I uh, I hope this album's gonna be longer, I would assume. Um, I hope so. And uh, hopefully more people fuck with it. Cause I, I was, I felt, I felt alone <laughs> as somebody who fucked with Yay. Yeah, I didn't on, really. a, on a real level. Did we, did we review that album? We got we, at some point we had to review that motherfucking oh, pick it, album. Pick it, pick it. I had to be a pick. Um, but yeah, so Ye- Yeezy season is upon us again. And yo, let's all just be thankful that Yay has been the most active, damn near from it, like in his whole career in 2018. Even if you haven't fucked with everything. Kids see Ghost, yay! Now Yandi, maybe this Chance collab. He produced Nasir. He produced Tayana Taylor's album. He produced who else's album? One more Pusha T's album. Like, yay has been putting Active. in that work. And oh. The fact that we're getting two Kanye albums in one year—that's crazy. Right? That's, that's unheard crazy. of. Are Literally, a hundred percent unheard of. And um, oh, did you see that he was uh. He was he's trying to like get it so social media where you can choose if your uh, followers and likes are seen and shit. Yeah, I think that's hard. And I 
I get this. I, I'm a play devil's advocate. Okay. So the people that are all for it and everything, and I'm just a, the reality of it. This is not even devil's advocate at this point. This is the reality of it right now. Is it's not going to happen because people. I feel like they would lose out on money that way, just because. Like that's one of the way people like the social media influencers. That's the reason why they get to influence because the way they see the amount of followers that they have. And then some people follow people literally because of followers. So I don't see, I guess I see the point of it. And then at the, he wants people to follow over for content rather right. than just, Oh, this person's popping. I'm going to follow them. And he, but, and also one of his arguments was people could commit suicide because uh, they don't give uh, likes and shit. They want validation. They search blah, blah, blah. That's on them. Yeah, that's, and that's, a, that's my argument. That's what I was going to say. That's on them. Like, we can't be changing. Like, come on, man. Like, we can't, can't like, do honestly, everything. Honestly, you just, just, you can't, you, like, that's, that's, that's so silly to put any stock in your social media presence as, like, your worth. That's so right. silly. Like, right. if you want to, if you want right. to understand what you're worth, sit in a room quiet and literally think about what a complex organism you are. And there you feel special as fuck. Cause it's almost silly that we're able to walk around and breathe and do all this shit and have a brain and have memories and shit. Like that's fucking crazy. So if you think because you don't have enough followers that you need to get upset to the point where you might kill yourself. Right. That that's never gonna, that's never going to help anything. Right. And I feel like it's not, it's not addressing the problem. It's still enabling them because, okay, you're saying you're making it so some people can't show their followers. It's still not going to get liked. Like, st- yeah, st- that's exactly. That's not addressing the problem that this person feels that they need validation through social media. That's the problem we need to address, not just take away their avenue to get the validation. You need to Stop just, worrying about right? It. You need to address the problem that they even need the validation. So they're trying to say, that's like, okay. A drug addict, you can't just take away the drugs and expect the fucking problem to go away. No, you need to actually address the actual problem, the addiction. So that's just the same way. Just because you take away the likes and shit, that's not going to keep people from committing suicide because they want validation. They're just going to search for that validation in other avenues. So then, like I say, you need to address the fact that they need the validation. So I guess I see what he's saying, but I don't feel like it's taking the right approach. Is what my argument was. Which is such a... <laughs> that's so he's yay. A, yeah, right. That's that's exactly... He's taking a, such a... He's always like... He's a, he's a big So idea. brash he's a big with his idea ideas. And like, yeah, so like extreme with his ideas. And like, that's kind of like... Not extreme, like hella like violent extremer. But like, that's just taking it to the extreme. Like, okay, people are killing themselves. So let's just take it away. Like, that's to the extreme, and bro. And like, also... I, I mean, I'm not taken away anytime somebody kills themselves but like I hadn't heard that much of that like how frequent is it that somebody's really killing right. flat out over just not on social media he presence. wrote a note he said he killed himself because he couldn't get some likes I never heard it bro like that no and like that's such a a specific right set of people or whatever like that people social media ain't shit right fuck social media I barely be on that shit I be on Twitter so I can't lie I do Twitter's be on Twitter funny. I fuck with Twitter but I don't be on fucking... And I don't give a fuck if anybody likes my shit, though. Right. Like, if, like I'm I just... I say, that, I say shit, shit for me. me. I don't say shit for you. I Anything that I say, it's because I want to get that thought out. Not because 
I want you to be impressed or right stream of consciousness. Inter- yeah, exactly. Like if I have a thought, it's just going out. Like it's not for you, it's for me. Shut up. Right. If you don't like it, that's cool. You know where to unfollow me at. Right. I don't so, give a fuck about you. So go ahead, follow us on Twitter. I care about you if you follow me though. Right. <laughs> As you just said. Right. If you follow followers. me, want that follow back? Shout me out. I'll follow you back. But yeah. Me too. Look at how look at the height difference. That's rude as fuck. So it's episode 10 oh. of Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter featuring Chris Dessel. And so next week we're going to talk about break down Lil Peep and J-Rock's album. Should Tune be a good in. time. Right? Tune in. We out this bitch. Yes, sir.